Blog Talk Radio. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. what it would cost us it, it, it would cost us about the same as it would cost for about hold on one second I can't hear myself
All right. Oh, good evening, folks. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. What a day it has been. You're not like to talk about it all. But first, let's get to our bit of business. Today's date is November 19th, 2013. United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. I see we got a couple of callers calling in already, which is always a good thing. Um, today's been an interesting day for me. Um, I've been going over the news listening to uh, Fox and even a little bit of MSNBC just to see what's going on over there and a little bit of CNN as well just to kind of round things out a little bit you know just to kind of get uh, get some idea of what's uh, what's going on one of the first things that uh, that I noticed was this hoopla about Oprah Winfrey's comments about well for slavery to end that uh you know, white folks uh, have to die. Um, I mean, uh, slavery, I mean, racism. Um, and, you know, I grew up um, in Chicago and, and in a household where um, I was always taught that black people, we were called black back then. Um, before that, we were called Negroes. And uh, somehow we got to be African-American. And I'm not exactly certain when that started. Uh, spend most of, I spent most of my, um, my career, my time as a Marine. And when I joined the Marine Corps, I was black. Sometime in my early upbringing, I was labeled a Negro. But by the time... 1979 rolled around, March of that year, that that is the year that I joined the Corps. I was black. I was labeled a black man. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Remember that song by James Brown? Well, we were black back then. And somehow, over the course of my career, as a United States Marine, some 30 plus years, I managed to be labeled an African-American. I don't know how we got there. And uh, I just know that that, that, that it is. And, and perhaps before my life is over, sometime within the next 30 years, I presume, I'll be called something else and hopefully that something else will be just plain old American but while we're here let's get right into this Media Matters funded Obamacare's deceit according to Fox Nation Kanye West feels that he was used by Obama because Obama called him out for his stunt with uh, Taylor Swift Harvey Weinstein says that Obama's not embarrassing, that the country is embarrassing. And we have this Obamacare debacle. Oh, 
Oh, and Trayvon Martin's uh, killer is back in jail, in the same jail, for brandishing a weapon in front of his girlfriend. I don't know many guys who would seek to grab a shotgun or a pistol and point it at his girlfriend and threaten to shoot her. I'm not exactly certain what's going on with that guy. And I'm not ready to label him a racist, as so many others have, for his um, shooting of Trayvon Martin, killing of Trayvon Martin, the young man who lost his life um, because, uh, because Mr. Zimmerman behaved like a moron and was stupid. I think the guy has some serious problems. And I don't necessarily believe they're racist. I believe that Mr. Zimmerman should have been convicted of manslaughter simply because I would never approve of using a gun against an unarmed man. I just wouldn't do it. So, And because I wouldn't do it, I certainly wouldn't approve of anyone else doing it, and I would have voted to convict Mr. Zimmerman of manslaughter, but not on any basis of race. So, that being said, let's get on with the program. Barack Obama. Is this the end? You know, there have been various articles that have suggested that many presidents, not just, not just Obama, have... have met similar fates in their second terms. Ronald Reagan over Iran-Contra, Bush uh, Sr. over his pledge of no new taxes, Bill Clinton over the Monica Lewinsky scandal, and now the anointed one, Barack Hussein Obama. And now today, it has been revealed that and 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 so many folks were saying this even folks in blog talk radio a lot of uh host uh, blog talk radio hosts were suggesting that the job reports the 2012 November job reports where miraculously the jobless number declined from 8.1% in August to 7.8% in September Many were saying that those numbers were fudged, and some attributed uh, these um, outbursts to uh, sour grapes. Well, you see, Obama's doing a great job. Obama is bringing the unemployment number down, and of course Obama and Biden took victory laps because the number fell below 8%, but now we're discovering it's been said, and you know, We have whistleblowers who are saying, who are coming out saying the most outrageous things now. Whistleblowers inside a variety of of administrations are now coming out blowing the whistle on this administration. So in the home stretch of 2012, the 2012 presidential campaign, from August to September, the unemployment rate fell sharply, raising eyebrows from Wall Street to Washington. 
the decline from 8.1% in August to 7.8% in September might not have been all it seemed. The numbers, according to a reliable source, were manipulated. And the Census Bureau, which does the unemployment survey, knew it. Um, this is criminal. The Obama administration and those who are supporting him and his corrupt administration are criminal. They're acting on his behalf. I'm not suggesting that Barack Obama had anything at all to do with this. But I will say this. There are those out there within, the, within this administration and throughout who, are, who, are, who will do whatever it takes to see that this man fundamentally transforms the United States of America. They'll do whatever it takes. New York Times will suggest that Obama didn't lie. He simply misspoke 24, 25, 26 times when he said, if you like your health care, you can keep it. And just two years before the presidential election, the Census Bureau had caught an employee fabricating data that went into the unemployment report, which is one of the most closely watched measures of the economy. And also, a knowledgeable source says the deception went beyond that one employee that it escalated at the time President Obama was seeking re-election in 2012 and continues to this day. Quote, he's not the only one, end quote, says the source, who asked to remain anonymous for now, but is willing to talk to the Labor Department and Congress if asked. The Census Bureau employee caught faking the results is Julius Buckman according to confidential census documents obtained by the Post, the Washington Post. Buckman told me in an interview this past weekend that he was told to make up information by higher-ups at census. Ironically, it was labor's demanding standards that left the door open for manipulation, the article says. And now, this is an article by John Criddle, C-R-U- D-E-L-E, at the New York Post. Labor requires census to achieve a 90% success rate on its interviews, meaning it needed to reach 9 out of 10 households targeted and report back on their job status. Census currently has six regions from which surveys are conducted. The New York and Philadelphia regions, I'm told, had been coming up short of the 90%. This is uh, what, the, uh, what the article writer is saying. So we, how are we supposed to act as a nation when you have folks within the administration who have no ethics, 
they will do whatever is necessary to see that this president succeeds at whatever it is he's attempting to accomplish, whether it's good for the country or not, be damned. We're living in very perilous times in this country where there are those who will stop at absolutely nothing to see this president succeed despite himself. And I'll say this one thing right here and now. Hey, we got the prime directive in the house. Let me let me just say this here. And and because we we we're, we're in a situation right now where if Nixon had pulled any of this stuff, he would have been impeached. Oh, he was. Any other president or administration would have been raked over the coals for this. Now, I blame the media, of course, and also, and more importantly, the Republican Senate and House. We seem to have a group of spineless House and Senate leaders. They're, they're trying. Oh, bless their hearts. They are trying to, to, to get the truth out, but they just don't have what it takes. They're, 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 they're not as, as unscrupulous as the Democrats. They're not as willing to lie and cheat and steal and do whatever it takes as the Democrats are. So, in essence... The Republicans are bringing a knife to a gunfight, and it's the Republicans, the conservatives' ethical values that are standing in the way of literally having this president removed physically, forcibly from office. Any other president in the history of this great country would have been removed from office, gone, you're done. You see, what we have here, folks, is a situation where you have a man in office who is incompetent. He doesn't have the brains God gave a goose, and that's the God-awful truth. He has no idea what he's doing as president. And everybody in the whole world is covering up for him because they want so badly for him to succeed I know all about it. I've been there. I've been there. I've seen other – I've seen Marine officers, black officers who were just just god-awful incompetent. How they got past OCS and then the basic school boggles my mind still to this very day. But somehow… It was determined that we need more black officers in the United States Marine Corps. We need diversity. So the bottom of the barrel was scraped, and guys slipped through. Now, because the Marine Corps needed a certain number of Marine officers, black, Hispanic, and so on, for at least a time, from second lieutenant through first lieutenant. You could you could be just as dumb as you want to be. I mean, just as incompetent. 
from second lieutenant to first lieutenant because captain is a little harder to get. So the the rung is a little little further to reach. It's a little harder to be an incompetent captain in the Marine Corps. So just a little harder. It's not. A, I mean, I've seen I've seen quite a few, but nevertheless. Because the Marine Corps wanted these guys to succeed at least for a while, their incompetence was covered for. Excuses were made. And I've seen it in other other avenues as well. We see it every single day. But the problem here now, folks, is that we're seeing it in the White House. We're seeing it right here in our nation's government. The leader of the free world, the most powerful man on earth, leading the most powerful country on earth, is incompetent to do his job. He simply doesn't have the tools, none of them. He speaks well, and he looks good in a suit. But hell, so do I. That doesn't mean I have the tools and qualifications to be president. It just doesn't. So here we've conducted an experiment at the peril of this great nation. We have decided that we're going to promote a black man to the highest office of the land. And we're going to say that he's brilliant. We're going to say that he's the smartest man in the room. We're going to say he is a constitutional scholar. He's a Harvard Law School graduate, and he was head of the law review. Never mind that he was politely asked to surrender his law license to Illinois State Bar. Never mind that the law review requires its editors to publish, which he Never did. Never mind that he was not a constitutional law professor at all. Yes, he taught at the University of Chicago, but he was no professor. He was not. Never mind that his colleagues at the University of Chicago labeled him lazy and uninspiring. Never mind that he spent less than a full tenure as a state legislature, a legislator, and never mind that he spent less than a full tenant in the United States Senate. He was thought to be too smart for those things. So we elevated him to the position of president. We voted for him. Certainly I did not. By we, I mean the American people, the majority at least. So the experiment was, are we advanced enough to elect a black man president? Are we high-minded enough? Are we, have we advanced in the age uh, uh, to the point where just a few short generations from slavery, we can elect a black man to the highest office in the land? And yes, we did. And yes, we can. But what we've done is participate in an exercise of
of huh, how should I put this? Well, we've we've just we've just we've just put the guy in office who has no idea what he's doing. And try as they might, the mainstream media and those within the Obama administration without, try as they might, they can't cover up for the fact that the guy is derelict. He's just not very good at what he's doing. A derelict. Derelict, neglectful of duty, delinquent, a person guilty of neglect of duty, a bum, Barack Hussein Obama. Now, a a thought experiment can be useful to explain why America is in a mess. Let's take Barack Obama at his word, which is a stretch, certainly for anyone who would lie about his own mother's death, which Obama did, to score partisan points. Well, any man who would lie about his own mother's death to score partisan points will lie about anything. But let's put the most positive spin on what President Obama has been conveying to his fellow Americans. One can try to be optimistic even in those perilous times. It it's one of the great traits of being an American after all. Barack Obama and those who serve at his whim have declared that he knew nothing about the IRS witch hunt of Republicans spying by the NSA on Americans and foreign leaders. He knew nothing about Fast and Furious. He knew nothing about Obamacare web problems. That he actually set red lines regarding Syria, though he denied it later, even though we have audio and video of him actually doing that. security problems at the Benghazi consulate, and spying on the Associated Press. When asked, Barama has asserted that he learned about all of these problems only after reading about them in the media. He's the President of the United States. Damn. How do you not know about any of these things? Tell the public. With a straight face, the American people, that, well, I didn't know anything about all this stuff. I read about it in the news. Okay. Let's say for a moment that he read about all these things in the newspaper. What the hell was he doing all this time? That he's not at the helm. Now, he's not doing his job. What is he doing that he doesn't know about any of these things until he reads it in the paper? So, pardon me for what I'm about to say. Mr. Obama, you are so woefully inadequate at being president, a nutless monkey could do your job. A nutless monkey could do your job. Basically, what you're saying to us, Mr. President is that you are just too damn dumb or disengaged to actually do your job. 
the President of the United States has brought the presidency to its proverbial knees. He he has brought the presidency in this country to a new low. What whatever happened? Harry Truman said that the buck stops here. I'm in charge. Barack Obama says, I didn't know nothing, and it's not my fault. He learned about all these problems after reading them in the newspaper, in the media. Who knew that our president would model themselves after Sergeant Schultz, our president, on the old Hogan's Hero television series that I just watched about a half hour ago? Obama has admitted that he watches a lot of television, or that he watched a lot of television when he was younger. And some, we have reason to believe that he still does. Because he's certainly not doing the job of president. Can you imagine Bill Clinton saying that he learned about a scandal in his administration by seeing it on television? Can you imagine George W. Bush, George Bush Sr., or Ronald Reagan saying that I just, I didn't, I knew nothing about this until I saw it on CNN the same day that you did? He's actually said that. I saw this the same time you did. What the hell was you doing? What were you doing? Were you napping? Were you taking a nap? Were you in the toilet? Where were you when all these scandals were going on that you say that you knew nothing at all about? Or are you just stupid, Mr. President? Are you just incompetent? Yes. The answer is yes, 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 yes. But seriously, folks, what conclusions can be drawn from these excuses? One is immediately apparent. The sequester did not go far and deep enough. After all, we're spending hundreds of billions of dollars, and the President of the United States has to rely on newspapers to be informed of what's happening in his own administration. Who's doing his job, really? I mean, seriously, the call-in number is 347-884-8500. Call in and tell me who's actually doing his job. Because I think Clint Eastwood had it right when Clint Eastwood was talking to an empty chair. Obama is an empty suit sitting in an empty Oval Office because he's not doing the job. He's got the keys to the car, and he's not driving anywhere. Is this the end of this guy? Have we finally come to our senses and decided that this guy is a clown and has no idea what is going on in his own administration? So we're going to take a short break, and then we'll come back, and we'll discuss this further. You're listening to the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. We'll be right back. themselves 
of honor to a life of courage and a commitment to something greater than themselves. He has a unique perspective. But, but, I happen to view the jobless numbers when they come out every Thursday at 8.30 on Fox News for Aaron Balance as a good thing. Is he crazy? When the jobless numbers come out and they're bad, I'm happy. Is what? I'm happy. I'm happy. Because... That just gets President Obama that much closer to the door. And heading back to Chicago or wherever the hell he's from. You should be ashamed of yourself. You know what? I have no shame about it. I have no shame about it. None. None. The Situation Report with Dr. C. Robert Jones. Weekdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. When we do Internet Talk Radio... We receive support from a great many areas. We have listener support, of course, and some who help with the promoting. One group that often goes unrecognized are the wives of Internet Talk Radio hosts. They are the ones who tolerate our dalliances and the time we invest in our hobbies. Well, this is one way we can properly recognize those who are closest to us by broadcasting their sincere sentiments regarding our passions. I am going to stay up all night. You have family, you know. You're always at that computer. How much money do you make doing that dumbass radio show? You're not the only one that lives there, you know. You better come and eat. I'm not bringing it in there. But uh, first of all, this notion that uh, the website crashed because the government was running it uh, belies the fact that there have been website disasters in private uh, industry as well. So let, let's, let's... David, uh, none of them spent let, $800 million building a website. Let's, let's push that uh, aside. You talk about transparency. This is the first time in history that you can kept make an apples-to-apples -apples comparison about health care uh, plans. Uh, you know, online in front of you. Except uh, with your old plan, because it's no, you're no longer eligible to buy your own plan, which was the number one promise that the president made to the American people. You are... You most cannot people, get what most, you have. Most people are going to keep their own plan, Senator, and you know that. Th that's not there true. There were some plans, there were some plans 
there was a the, the, the head of Blue Cross uh, in Florida was on television yesterday. He said there's a small number of people in his state who are going to be uh, transferred to plants that have a, a, a higher uh, quality. Uh, and they will they, most of them will be subsidized and will end up paying less for those for those plans. So let's and not play games. People are not going to. The majority of people in this country, the vast majority of people in this country, are keeping their plan. People who are uninsured are going to have choices they never had before. And as for government, I mean, and, and, and they're of private carriers. Their insurance is not going to be with the government. Their insurance is going to be with private carriers. So let's be straight about that. Now, in terms of the government getting involved in health care, uh, All right. So, <laughs> where were we? All right. <laughs> uh, just reading some of the um, some of the comments here in the chat room um, on Blog Talk Radio. Here, not only are you able to listen to the show uh, through your uh, through your mobile phone and your automobile. Uh, in your home, you can also listen by uh, tuning into the uh, Blog Talk Radio website and then joining us in our um, in our chat room. Uh, and also, we have a whole host of uh, Blog Talk Radio conservative hosts. 2020 Radio Network is on. He usually comes on after me. Uh, the Prime Directive has a show as well, and he's in the chat room right here and and now. So we have a variety of. Um, of a blog talk radio uh, host uh, who who are out there, and and it's really great. But we you know we'd like it if you join us in our in our chat room every now and then, and you know just uh, participate a little bit. That'd be great. Um. So here's the thing. What conclusions can be drawn? from all of the excuses that the president has made so far. Time. Is it is it time to... Is it the time to outsource everything to people who work for almost nothing, such as bloggers, for example? Or... I, I, I just... I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding how our president has bungled his job so badly. I mean, people like Clinton, yeah, I've, I've mentioned Clinton quite a few times. People like Clinton, George W. Bush, Bush Sr., Ronald Reagan, they've made the presidency look like uh, they knew what they were doing. You know? They may have not done all, always done things in our best interest, and certainly I have some things to be concerned about, even with conservative presidents, Republican presidents, House, members of uh, the Houses of uh, House of Representatives and the Senate. But they always seemed – what's the word I'm looking for? Well, professional, as if they actually knew what they were doing. Now, they may not have known what they were doing, but they gave us the impression, the idea, the comfort that, well, this guy's doing the wrong thing. 
but at least he knows what he's doing. I felt good going to bed at night knowing that the President of the United States, even though he wasn't doing things the way I wanted them done, Republican and Democrat, that he knew what he was doing. But any day now, a scandal is going to erupt, such as the IRS targeting conservative groups. The president will be asked about it in a news conference, and he'll say something to the tune of, I don't know anything about this, so this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Or I read about it the same as you did, Katie. Or I heard about it the same time you did, John. That's idiotic. You're the president of the United States of America, damn. At least pretend you know what the hell is going on and you're doing something about it. But never say you didn't know. You're the guy. You have to know. Even when you don't know, you say you knew. And you're doing something about it. That's the problem with leadership these days. Where have all the men gone? Where have all the leaders gone? Where have all the leaders of men gone? And by that I mean men who they took responsibility even when the responsibility wasn't theirs to take. They responsibility for failures, even though the failures may not necessarily have been theirs. Men who said, I'm in charge here. I'll take charge. I'll take responsibility for that. The fault lies with me. The blame lies with me. I'm in charge. I'm the president of the United States of America. Do we have such a man in office right now? No, we do not. And not only is it incredibly stupid and sad, but it's embarrassing because around the world, our allies and our foes alike are reading that we have a paper tiger in office who will not take responsibility, who will not accept the blame, who will do victory laps for achievements that are not his, such as the killing of Osama bin Laden. How many times have we heard Obama say himself that he got bin Laden? I don't believe that candy-ass president of ours has the actual strength, strength in a trigger finger to actually pull a trigger on an assault weapon. He just, I don't think he even has the tools. I don't think the guy's ever fired a weapon in his entire life. But he goes around saying that he got Bin Laden. I've actually heard him say it. He'll take credit for such things, but he's not in charge of the government. And how embarrassing could this possibly be for the rest of us? Years ago, folks questioned Barack Obama's work ethic. Quite simply, it was found that there was none. 
And the conclusions were based on viewing his entire record, not just the many examples of, quote, voting present, end quote, while serving as a state legislature in Springfield, Illinois. There are part-time positions, thankfully. Those are. As was his part-time gig as a constitutional law lecturer, not professor. There is a big difference between the two, my friend. Come to think of it, Obama specializes in part-time approaches toward all of his jobs. And that is fitting since he's turning millions of Americans into part-time workers. Who knew? He is one of us after all, a part-time worker. But is he a worker at all? What the hell is he doing in the Oval Office? What is he doing in Washington? What is he doing in the White House? He may as well not even be there. Barack Obama is not a policy wonk, as was Bill Clinton, nor is he a decision a decider-in-chief, as was George Bush. No one can argue that Clinton had wrong policies and Bush made wrong decisions. But they were both hard-working presidents. Compare and contrast them to Barack Obama. Obama has almost no role. He had, he had no role in a lot of initiatives associated with him. The boondoggle stimulus, stimulus. The Green Energy Schemes, the Affordable Care Act, this legislation was crafted by the usual suspect, all Democrats, Reed, Baucus, and Pelosi. No wonder they wanted this president. No wonder they wanted him and not Hillary. They fought hard for Barack Obama to become president of the United States and not Hillary Clinton. Now, now we see why, don't we? Because Hillary was a much stronger personality and stronger person, and she probably would have wanted to do things her own way. So she was out. There was virtually no support for her. But Barack Obama, a, a near idiot and a weakling at that, no real man. He was a puppet. He is a puppet for Pelosi and Reed and a lot of others. They're basically doing all the work. You stand there and talk, Obama, and you can take credit. We'll be the wings, the wind beneath your wings, and then we'll, we'll get all this out there. And all you have to do is look good in a suit and talk a lot of shit that no one believes anymore. He's a puppet president. He's the emperor with no clothes. He's the wizard of Oz, and he's damn buck naked. He's a weak-chinned, weak president. He's probably the weakest we've had. Obamacare has become the shorthanded way of referring to the work done by others. Not the first time nor the last time Barack Obama has claimed credit for labors of others. After all, he got bin Laden, right? He got bin Laden while others were risking their lives. He was playing cards with his, quote, body man, end quote. 
Even the Washington Post noted early on that Senator Senator had a habit of embellishing his role in major pieces of legislation. This practice followed him to the White House when there was any success to be claimed. He was there. But what has also followed him has been his lack of work ethic. He's a lazy Negro, and yeah, I said it. That's what he is. He's an embarrassment to this nation, to the world, but he's particularly an embarrassment to black folks. Because, you see, when black folks are claiming credit for electing the first black president in the history of the world and reveling in his presidency, in his ascension to the president, oh, we're moving on up like George and Wheezy, and it's all great. The prayers, they called him. And how they love this guy, the president of the United States of America. Oh, my goodness. He is so loved because he's the first black president. He and Michelle, they look so beautiful. They're just so beautiful. They're just so lovely, and they're so smart. But really, what we have is the epitome of that lazy Negro sitting under a shade tree in summertime taking a nap when he's supposed to be out working. Because you contrast the two. Picture the lazy Negro. You've seen, some of you have seen that picture. Come on now. I've seen it. You've seen it. Of the lazy Negro with a straw hat and the straw sticking out of his mouth and he's under the shade tree and he's supposed to be working, but he's not. Well, whether he's working, supposed to be working in the fields, I don't know. But he's supposed to be working. Fast forward now. We've got the same dude, but now he's sitting in the White House in the Oval Office, not doing a damn thing. And when he's asked, I don't know. I just figured I found out about this yesterday when you did. And he's throwing wild parties in the White House. He's got all the beautiful people there. He's he's jet-setting all over town, all over the country, all over the world at our expense. But he's not actually doing his job. So all this pride you black folks and you white liberals have in electing the first black president of the United States, you just basically elected an epitome of just another lazy Negro. So you, 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 instead of lessening the stereotype, now we put the stereotype of the lazy do-nothing Negro, now we just put that, 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 that on center stage. Because there he is. He doesn't do a damn thing. And he takes credit for everything. The guy has consistently failed to submit a budget on time, an unprecedented disrespect for the law, pouted on just he's punted on just about every foreign and defense policy. Everything. While Americans serving their nation were being murdered in Libya, he was sleeping comfortably 
before jetting off in Air Force One to yet another fundraising trip. Barack Obama has failed to fill numerous very important inspector general's positions, perhaps because they are the best friends taxpayers have in Washington since they ferret out waste and corruption in government and are thus enemies of Obama's. His laxity has elicited numerous editorials on the Washington Post and elsewhere. His grandly, he grandly announced the formation of a jobs council to focus on getting people back to work, but like his, his atrocities prevention board and numerous other boards, councils, and, like, and the like, they were dead on arrival. Every, right after every speech ended and the cameras moved on, he's not doing his job. He's not doing his job. And we got two minutes left. The show's over. I want to thank everybody for listening to this show tonight. You've been great. You know, there's so many things you could be doing, but you choose to come in and listen to my show and participate. A lot of you come in in the chat room, and I so do appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening tonight. Come on back tomorrow because we've got more to talk about. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. We're out. of the things to be, the pains that are withheld for me, I realize and I can see, that suicide is painless, it brings on many changes, and I can take or leave it, if I please. The game of life is hard to play I'm gonna lose it anyway The losing card I'll someday lay So this is all I have to say Take or leave it if I please.